What's up, man? Uh, so you saw the first little tiny itty-bitty clip of what we've been working on. And uh, before you say how you feel, which I'm sure you love it, I got to say that I, I'm excited. I know it's not, you know, the end-all be-all, but I'm excited. Did you like it? I did. It's so funny because when we do these things, right, I say so many different things. And then I don't remember, believe it or not, like, <laughs> and I look back at it and I'm like, I said that? Yeah. And I was like, well, that's not really smart right there. That's what it whatever. is, man. That's what like, because you know what you're talking about. Like we were talking about Aaron before from LG uh, Insurance doing his podcast. Mm -hmm. You just, na if you know how to talk on camera and you understand how the mic works and everything, how you should stay kind of still and all those little things, and then you add on top of that knowledge, then, you know, that's that's pretty much the magic, you know, not so secret formula. Yeah, basically. I think everybody's so nervous when they sit here. But when you <clears throat> get fall into that zone, that comfort zone, that's it. Yeah. Boom, like it just spews out. You don't even realize that you're doing yeah. it. And that's kind of what I wanted to talk about today. It was okay. just the cr uh, content creation process, because it's so funny for both of us to talk about it because we're so bad at it. We help other people do it, but then bad, we don't bad do at it. it for ourselves. Yeah. Great at it for other people. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So we're, we're doing this to get better at it. And the thing that I was kind of jotting down before I got here was like, there's this curve of you, you put out a video today. It's going to have a couple likes. It's going to have a couple views and people aren't going to like pay attention to it. It doesn't matter if that video, it took you 80 hours to edit, cut, shoot, all that stuff, or it took you two minutes to cut, shoot, edit. The thing is, is that when you make the video, you're learning how to make the video better, whether it's like you as a production company or you know people you're working with. You learn how to make the video better. You, you learn how to be in front of people better. And then it's it's quantity versus quality you kind of need both but like you gotta be putting the videos out there because <clears throat> you you make the video you you're learning how to do it better but as you're learning you have to have like a surplus of stuff on your account you can't just wait till you know you you made the ultimate video you put it out because you're still going to get like two views on it no matter what yeah that comes down to like uh gary vanderchek's uh methodology right is like don't overthink it just do it yeah and I am the hugest culprit of <laughs> what not to do yeah. because I feel too uh, a sizable amount of pressure mm -hmm. in the content that we release on our own because our job is to make the content for other people, yeah. right? So I feel like the expectation of quality and is really high, but it's, it's funny how you made mention, you kind of hit the nail on the head a little bit. There's an evolution process, right? Um, and, and, as a business, you, you look as a business, I said that twice, but <laughs> you look at it as a business is what I'm trying to say versus a personal thing. Um, there's always okay that room for growth, but as a business, you want the most polished product. But even here, I, mean, I was showing some older videos to somebody last night um, and you can see the evolution yeah. of just how, you know, you look at a video from a year ago into a video that we put out last week and you're like, Wow, I mean, everything is just so much tremendously, is tremendous, uh, so much tremendously better in quality, the camera work, the positioning, the everything. Mm. Yeah. So I guess it's okay to evolve, but like, again, like I have this really hard time and I, I said it earlier, we're like, let's not talk too much before the show. <laughs> uh, I said it earlier though, like, man, I have 
content for for days yeah. like i have enough content to put out multiple posts per day uh, and we we don't have it out there yeah you just gotta you just gotta put it out it's like that video that clip i did you know i showed it to you as an example and then you know if anything if i do anything i, I might throw like a little like lower third or something on there a logo on there and then clip the end like you said i might do that or i might just be like it's done like and and, and yeah. cut it uh and, and and render it and put it up there because this is the truth of the matter which you know don't tell my clients this but like you know when somebody goes to a website and they see your content it's like they're looking at a picture of your content meaning like you might have written a five to a thousand five hundred to a thousand word blog right they're seeing that you did it. They're not actually reading it all the time. So when they go to your Instagram, you know, they're seeing that you're posting content. It's not like they're actually watching all of it, but they there's this perception where they'll be like, wow, you, you do all this stuff. That's that's you know, that's great. I've had people comment on my podcast, they're like, Oh wow, you did you did over a hundred podcasts. That's amazing. That's that's they're not gonna listen to all of them. They're not gonna see that some of them are not the best quality they're not going to see that like or listen to you know the ones that you know are super super early but you you have to do that to learn to get better and to make more and it's this perception which kind of sucks but it is the way it is it's this perception of having the content yeah you know? i am so bad about that i always want everything to be like perfectly polished mm -hmm. looks perfect the perfect image the perfect edit uh, I do it all the time with Instagram. It's so funny you keep hitting all these points that are like in my brain today <laughs> of like where I'm slacking. Like we haven't posted a post on our IG in two weeks. Like yeah. that is a, a huge no-no. Uh, and I have polished content ready to go out. Uh, I think too, depends on the, the size of your business and how many staff members or contractors or employees you actually have to be able to do it. And yeah. if you're a small business uh, that is owner operated, not, you know, uh, just self-sustaining with employees doing it for you, I think a lot of people suffer from this too, is that which direction you're getting pulled in at that current moment, because mm -hmm. you're doing sales, you're doing um, whatever the back end planning in any situation may be up to that project, right? Uh, you're on top of that, you know, you got to mow your lawn, <laughs> you, you got to, so there's all of these different things that you have going on. And it's like, oh, you know, you think of the Instagram post and you're like, oh, I got to put an Instagram post up and then it just falls to the back burner. Well, that's what you, you got to, to make your life easier. You got to do this stuff in batches. scheduling. Yeah. You got to do all right for the next hour on Monday, I'm not going to check my email. I'm going to sit down and I'm going to batch create you know, as many as I possibly can in that, in that I'm going to make X amount of one to two minute videos out of what I have. And, and as the more you do it, it's the same thing. You're going to get better at it. You're going to edit faster, but just give yourself that hour to make it and then just make this whole surplus of it. I, I work with people on like blog content, like written stuff. I tell them do 12 before you put any, like usually I'm like, just put out the content. But what I say to do is have 12 written blog posts done. And then once you have 12, schedule them out. So it should take you maybe a month or two to get that done. If you hire people, if, if you write it yourself, you're insane. Don't do that. Like, you know, come up with the ideas, outline it, and then hire people to work with. Get 12, schedule them out. And then the next month after that, get 12 more. And, and then you could schedule them out. So you're either going one a month 
or then you're going two a month, or you have the next two years of blog posts scheduled out. You don't even have to think about it anymore. So tooltip then for the viewers, yeah. as OK7, yeah. what's your go-to, if you're comfortable with sharing this, yeah. what's your go-to platform to be able to schedule this content? Uh, the the For Instagram, for social media, uh, it's it's later. Okay, you don't use Hootsuite? No, I never I've 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 I used Hootsuite from the beginning when they were when they first came out and I've had a love-hate relationship with Hootsuite, but they didn't allow what didn't they allow? They didn't allow uh they had a there was a problem when I was using it with Instagram. Um there was an issue with that. The issue I'm seeing now with um what is it called? This Instagram later, is such a biatch yeah, with all their rules by the way yeah it, it is it's a real you suck real instagram pain. you're well, saying, you know their, like their market share too like their their popularity is waning and they're relying too much on influencers it's really hard to to gain a following on instagram at this point yeah we talked about this yeah. in an earlier show because yeah. I, I alluded to when we launched direct versus or uh, this is it, you know, like we had to gain followers again from scratch. Yeah. You know, and what has that been like so far? It's hard, you know, in, in a year's time. I mean, in a year's time with being able to put out viable content, we were able to gain 360 followers. Uh-huh. You know, like that's 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 a drop in the bucket. Yeah. You know, especially if you're having people evaluate your your uh, value mm -hmm. at by follower count, right? Yeah. Everybody's impressed by follower counts. Yeah. Also, I it, it, I think that people don't realize is there's there's a something wrong with the picture if you have 12k <clears throat> followers, but you're only getting zero to one likes every post. yeah or 60 60 likes engagement over there. People it, people don't even like it's the funniest thing and and it's just so messed up. That's why I have this, you know, I I, I kind of. I'm not happy with social media right now or haven't been for a while is like you could totally game the system. You could you could trick people into thinking that, oh, they have 12,000 followers. That's amazing. When in reality, it, it's all it's all kind of made up. Is <laughs> What is she doing? What is he doing? He's over there walking around the green screen. Yeah, this, is sniffing. A good, this is a good lesson, and, too. And I, I I was concerned that he might do. Oh, take a shit all over the place on it. <laughs> uh, this is why you got to maintain. Uh, it's hard to maintain uh, your concentration while you're I got doing you these with things. that. Huh? That one little thing I did. I got you. I mean, if we're if we're videotaping this and people are watching you, they're going to definitely see that. And it's definitely going to like, you know, come out, come out. Gizmo the, uh, making his cameo. Yeah, which is fine. I don't mind. Where'd you go, dude? Um, <clears throat> but yeah, th th there's that whole perception because like I was working with this one client and we got their Facebook likes up to, I think it was 10,000. It was on Facebook. They're a magazine. They have to sell ad spots. We got them up to 10,000. Facebook was easy. Then we switched over to Instagram. Instagram is not easy, especially for, it's a New Jersey-based uh, lifestyle magazine sponsored by this hospital. So it it's got like famous people in it, but it's kind of all over the place. And it, you know, it's been a challenge basically to get it to get it where it needs to go, especially on Instagram. So I did. I, I was just like, "F it! Like, let's just do the the easiest thing you could do on Instagram to get followers. That's the biggest pain, and it's spammy, but it works. Is you follow and unfollow. Yeah, you just you you find a hashtag that, or or you find an account. You go to that account. 
You go through all the people that are liking the most recent posts. You follow, follow, follow until until Instagram gives you a warning. You follow like 100 or, or maybe more each day. And then they follow you back and then you eventually just unfollow them. And it's like... It's so cheap. Stupid. I hate that people do that, by the way. I, yeah, I, what then, are you going to do though? Then I go back and I double check like... Are, are these people following me? Yeah. No? Then I'll unfollow them. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because I know that you're just trying to play me. You know, yeah. like you just, if you're already going to follow somebody, mm -hmm. right? There's no lot. You're, you're applying logic where once the corporations came in, they developed these algorithms. There's no more, like take all the logic, throw it out the window. And just, you, you either have to do what the client wants. Like in my case, I have to explain to them what the deal is. So you do what the client wants. What I was trying to do on Instagram, because the bottom line is, it's not about people actually, this is, this is all so cynical, but this is how I honestly feel about it. It's not actually if people care about the content for them, for this magazine. It's not about them you know, caring that people are actually enjoying their content. Bottom line is, they have to sell ads to their magazine. So if they're gonna sell ads to the magazine, they have to go to the person and say, hey, we have 12,000 likes, we have 12,000 followers on our right, account. Right, because what's yeah. the value of me purchasing advertising space with you if it's not getting in front of people? Yeah, you can't be like, hey, we, we have 600 followers and they really, they, these people actually like us and it's all organic. They're like, I don't care, I don't care. Because they don't understand the difference, you know? Well, I think they need to compare it to a subscription base in the sense of a mailing subscription. Back in the day, if you had a subscription to Road and Track, yeah. right, like it was that it made sense, right? Uh -huh. Like you got like a tangible address to send it to. And now it's just, it's in a digital format, mm -hmm. right? So, Road well, they still have, they still have the physical, they still have the magazine, they still have the print magazine, they're still making it. But it's like they're, they're, they're caught in this position where it's like, it, I keep telling them and they keep fighting it where I'm just like, look, they had, okay, they have a print magazine that they, they put out and everyone loves it and it's great. And what I joined them to do was convert that print to digital because they didn't have, they had PDFs that they would upload to some third party site, which is if you're uploading shit to a third party site, you're, mi you're missing kind of the point. <laughs> they upload these PDFs to the site. There's no SEO value in that. You don't know who's looking at it, what pages are more interesting. There's no value in it, um, except for making the advertisers happy that it's online somewhere. So I work with them on converting these magazines going back 10 years into posts, like articles on the site. And then COVID hit. And since like COVID hit, or before COVID hit, I was like, I was like, look guys, everything's going digital. Like, I, I feel like I'm in a time machine right now, like that, that I'm coming back, in, you know, to see you guys in like the early 2000s to tell you that, you know, everything's going digital, but everything's going digital. And then COVID hit. There's this like, thing, it's called the internet. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then COVID hit and, and then nobody, nobody was getting the physical magazine. It wasn't going out. The printers weren't open, all this stuff. Guess what was around? The website. Oh, uh, that, that's you know, right. People are scared mm. at this idea. And I'm like, you could be scared all you want, but like it's going away. So we should probably get this stuff all, you know, straightened out now. Um, you know, so I'm working with them on, on, on doing that. But I mean, it's like, you know, it's it, you're selling to advertisers. How are you going to sell it to advertisers? With, with with I think with Rec Productions, you just need to put out quality content so that when 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 like when a rapper wants to come in here and shoot a video, they want to check you out. You're you have to base everything around who the client is, and in your case, it's people checking out the quality and the studio. 
So as long as you're putting that stuff out every day, Games. Hence why I know you caught on the day part, and hence also why twice a the, day the, the, the content needs to be polished three you know? times a day. It needs to be polished, but it doesn't need to be. There's no such thing. You don't have to be Scorsese. You know, it doesn't have to be right. a sweeping. Well, I don't disagree with you. Where I think that I differentiate is, is that I think I'm way more lax with stories. I think that stories can be raw. I uh -huh. think that stories should be raw. Yeah. Right. So. Uh, unedited, you know, not worried about grabbing the best screenshot possible yeah. or whatever. Whereas the gallery, mm -hmm. I feel like should be the polish, right? But what I do is, is I take, and I, I hope that I, other people do this as well. Mm -hmm. um, I take all of my stories, which are all pretty much valuable, minus a couple here and there. And I've created highlights, mm -hmm. the, the highlight buttons, for like behind the scenes or studio shots or if other people post shots from the studios and when we go ahead and post that on our story you know it has a life cycle right it's 24 hours from when you post it mm -hmm. then it becomes deceased so at least this is a way that that content can continue to live within the instagram mm -hmm. and you can still see the raw stuff but if you want to visit the the polished stuff you'll scroll through the gallery yeah but i agree with you it's dexterity and product you want to be able to scroll through that that gallery and be like, oh, there's a rapper, there's a band, there was just a talk show, there was uh, a car in there. You wanna see yeah. all of these different flavors and be like, wow, they do a lot of different shit there. Like now, whatever the project is, it doesn't necessarily type graph you into one particular place. Like it, an actor, you know, can only be in a John Hughes movie because that's what they do all the time. Uh, where this is like, we don't want people to always think you can only just shoot a, a hip hop video here. Mm -hmm. You want to be able to show that dexterity in your box. So I agree with you, but I, it's hard. Again, it's so hard. And I also struggle with um, reposting. I, I'm always about like as much variety as possible. So I struggle with reposting the same project in multiple different posts. You're definitely, definitely 100% overthinking everything. Yeah, I do. I told you at the beginning of this show <laughs> that I way overthink this. Uh, but I, I, I do now I have loosened up on the fact of, oh, it's okay to repost artists. You know, I just need to have a gap. Yeah. You talk about overthink it. I look at the, the gallery and in, in an oversight and look at the colors and like, oh, I don't that, even want to put like a purple next to a purple, mm -hmm. you know, if it's lighting backdrop, I want to make sure that the lighting backdrop is a different color. So they stand out amongst each other. Mm -hmm. uh, I also think, and I, and I was a really bad proponent of doing this earlier is over inundating each particular post with images. Like you shouldn't like really, yeah, really shouldn't do three. Mm -hmm. You should really hold it to one post, mm -hmm. right? one picture per post and instead of taking three selects and burning them in one single post you can take that and make that three posts and that's how i've been revisiting like my artists reposting them over and over again by just taking different shots yeah i mean it's it but at the same time too you got to play by these silly algorithm rules so which i don't know at all and let's talk about them to tell me about them because i think that the 99 percentile of people that are going to be listening to the show, they don't understand how does Instagram work? What do they value or that allows your post to be perpetuated or passed along to other viewers? Like, do they give you, I know they give you like demerits if you use a hashtag that is like an overused hashtag. Like I knew back in the day, if you hashtag like 
IG or Instagram, they would actually that would reflect negatively on the travel of your post. Is that is that accurate? And what are the what are the algorithms like? What do I need to consider when I'm making that post? It's it's a lot of it is a lot of it is vague. A lot of it is hearsay. But there are certain things that have come out, or there's things that are true. If they're promoting, this goes for any kind of social media, uh, you know, platform. But if they're promoting a new product, like you know, if they're doing reels, when reels first came out and they were competing with TikTok, you wanted to post more reels. I've posted not one reel. Well, now it's it's kind of, you know, it's still important, not as important, but like whenever something new comes out, you want to do it because your stuff is going to get pushed because Instagram wants to push that. The other thing is you do want a variety of what, you, you know, you want IGTV, you want reels, you want to use carousels, you want to use single posts, you want to do all of those because they, they look at the variety of it. So technically, you know, you, you, you don't have to overdo it with those, but you definitely want to use each of those. You know, these are these aren't like these these are suggestions. But what's not... the difference between IGTV mm -hmm. and reels? Like, why I mean, doesn't one just replace the other? Well, IGTV is just longer, long form videos. Where but isn't that what reels is? is reels is a minute. Is it's a minute. It's only so what's be the difference minute. between doing a reel and just doing a regular gallery post? Because that's a. a the rule for a regular gallery post isn't one minute. Uh, well, no, the, 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 yeah, IGTV is, is very long. Reels is a minute. And then I think you could do, yeah, you could do the same for the post. You could just have like a, whatever, like a less than whatever, um, you know, length video. It's, it's all ridiculous. They made reels because they were competing with TikTok. They made IGTV, I believe, cause they were, you know, wanted to do more like YouTube -y kind of stuff. Um, there's also the live aspect of it. Um, yeah, but what's the point of going live anymore? And I'm going to, and, and I'm saying this in a sarcastic, but serious way, right? Because if there is any kind of background, anything, uh -huh. I mean, not just like random white noise, but if you're out and about and somebody drives by in the car with their music on really loud, like you're going to take a DMCA hit on that. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's not gonna, you know, I guess you could watch where you're, where you're filming it or you could risk it. There's no logic. There's no logic to any of this. So take logic and throw it out the window. All you have to do. It's like, I used to get really mad in grammar school when some fucking student would raise their hand. Like we're, we're trying to get through the class and that, and they raise it and be like, why? And I would just be the wise ass in the back being like, it doesn't matter why. Like we just have to get the stupid certificate so we could graduate eighth grade. So we could go to high school to get that stupid certificate. So then we can go get fucked for the rest of our lives. It doesn't matter why. Okay. You don't have to ask why James doesn't matter why you just have to do <laughs> it's, it. It's hard for me though. Cause I'm kind of like a pragmatist. Like yeah. I want to, I like, I want to understand you're in the, wrong business. the system for it. And it frustrates <laughs> the shit out of me. And, and on top of that, you know, what you had said, from the way I understand it, these tech giants, they are constantly altering what that algorithm yeah. is on top of the they're fact that they're, they are, they don't disclose what that could be anyway. Right. Like that, that information is not out there. They, the there's, things, there's only hypothesize about well, what that is. Some things like if, if you're a big enough influencer, they will actually send you guides like TikTok has done this and then people have leaked them, but that's already old information. Um, if, if you're, a, it's cons you you have to be posting like two to three times like a day on on a social media platform like that's you have to be consistent with that 
Consistency, I knew consistency yeah. was key. I didn't know two to three times. I know that you should People be posting more. once a day for sure. If at least do if, once if, a if day. If I diversify, I'll do a story and a post. Mm -hmm. Um I don't, this is the thing too, is like, I don't want to overwhelm people because like I said before, there's, there's the, there's the, I want to get more likes. I want to get more follows. I want to follow the algorithm. I'll bow down to the algorithm gods. And then there's the perception of your account. And, and, and those two things aren't always the same because the perception of your account is you got to have stuff on there. I don't want, it's better to do one a day. It's better to do one a week. It's better to do one a month, whatever you could do. So you have something there. Don't think that Oh, I didn't do it today, so my life is over. I can't do this anymore. You you gotta do whatever you're you're capable of doing. But like we said before, it's like you gotta build upon it and get better at it. So, you know, much like we're sitting here doing these videos right now, we're gonna chop these up and I'm gonna use them. I, I, I hope you use them. You should post them up there if you want to. If you don't, I don't, you know, whatever, I'm gonna have mine. <laughs> but <laughs> you gotta like you gotta put the you gotta put the content out there the the I, ideal in my opinion it, and it varies by who you ask is two to three posts a day i don't do that like i don't i tell people to it's do that lot. i don't do that it is a lot but if you do if you do a like you were saying you do a live you do a reel you do an igtv you do a carousel you do a single image if, if you do one of one and one of the other you that's not overwhelming. That's, I, that's why I said that thing too is easy to do. If yeah. you could just do a story, I mean, even a story, you can cheat that and just take another picture that you really liked and just post that up as your story and throw like a new post GIF on top of it or yeah. something like that and draw people to go look at your gallery by, because my reach in my, in my story is far superior to at least what I'm seeing insight wise on my gallery posts mm -hmm. you know so you can see who's looking at your stories now uh, and you can see what kind of travel you get at yeah. least and who you're hitting um there was something else i wanted to also tandem on to what you had just said and i really don't remember what that is awesome awesome ever forward i um <clears throat> you know it's 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 kind of a, it's it's all a big pain in the ass, but the things that make it easier, if you want my super secret sauce, which whatever, I don't, I don't care. Uh, my process say, for example, let's, let's say for like LG insurance. Um, my process for that was, you know, get a feel, you sit down with Aaron, you get a feel for the company, you see what he's all about. It's insurance, obviously. It got a little difficult in the beginning because he does so many different kinds of insurance. But what we did was we, we, we looked at his social media and we, we broke it down by category. You know, we're going to, you know, inform, inspire, educate, motivate. I forget what the four are. I think, I think that's what it is. So we're going to do one of those four things. Then we're going to actually break it down into like category topic categories. Um, like ask Aaron was a topic or category. Mm -hmm. Um, motivation Mondays, which everybody does, which is super easy to do. You throw up an inspirational quote, you know, whatever. Um, and, and you know, there, there's, there's different ones now, but, but we broke them down into these categories. And then we talked to Aaron and we're like, all right, well, you know, <laughs> time is money. How many do you want to do a month? Like, what do you want to do each month? This is how we broke it down. Instagram, LinkedIn, Twitter, this is what we're going to do. Then every month me, and I couldn't do this without, uh, without Without Rita, the so my social media manager, I really couldn't because it's you know what we're talking about here is R.I.P. Trent. Uh, oh, I got an update on Trent. <laughs> I got an update on Trent. Um, but I work with Rita every month. She gives me a, a spreadsheet 
we go over the categories. She comes up with the descriptions. She does the research on the hashtags, puts it all out for the month. I go in, I edit and create all the graphics for the month. I make sure they all match the color palette that that you know we've we've. You're touching to. on what I said before, though. You're right. emphasizing what I said is it's about your structure. Like yeah, you have Rita, who's able to. That's what her her task is is to to do that research. So you're not trying to do that research and coming here and do a podcast with me and doing a totally local mm -hmm. and then you know making your rounds and then dealing with your other clients and then trying to research the hashtags. Yeah, no, I'm not doing that. It's, it's a pain in the ass. But this is something else I wanted to talk about too. I mean, <clears throat> all right, well, we make we make the spreadsheet, then we schedule it out, we get Aaron to approve it, and then we, that's the whole month, it's done. You don't have to think about it. You go smoke a cigar, you're like, you're done. Okay. So I, I really, really, really highly, highly, highly recommend doing yeah, that. Yeah, I wanna start doing that. And then be like Aaron, because Aaron looks it over, he's like, great, because Aaron doesn't wanna deal with it, Aaron knows that we're gonna do a good job. It's all done. You don't have to think about it and it's all done. And you know, we've gotten a lot of positive feedback from, from doing it that way. So, and you know, I love it. But on, on to another topic, uh, Trent's alive. So don't worry guys. Trent. Uh, RIP Trent, but Trent's alive. <laughs> um, he, he got back to me, he, he, he was having, uh, he, he was stepping away from his phone for a week and uh, he got back to me and I said, look man, I still want the footage. And I was like, honestly, I'll still work with you. I don't care because honestly, like I know that a, I was probably a hundred percent like Trent when I was his age and a complete slack ass or completely space cadet, whatever you want to say. Uh, B he'd be doing intern work. So like, it's not like he's, I don't have to rely on him for client stuff. Uh, C I think the whole thing's ridiculous. So that just adds a thousand <laughs> points to the whole scenario. Um, yeah, that's a pretty ridiculous excuse. Uh, like, he I, was on vacation with his the, girlfriend yeah, and he yeah, was not going yeah. on his phone. I was like, you know what? I can't, I don't hate it. I don't hate the excuse. It's ridiculous. Yeah. If it, it, but to me, and I guess this is thinking as a responsible adult, Yeah. you right. know, I would have been like at the end of the day mm -hmm. when he left, I would have been like, so. Um, just a FYI, I'm going on vacation. Yeah. In in two weeks, yeah, and I'll be away from. He's a stupid kid. <laughs> yeah. He's a stupid kid. He doesn't know. And you know what? I don't know what the generation. I don't know what people are like anymore. Dude, don't get me started, man. Check out this big dog. Big dog on Facebook. Uh -huh. Big D A W G. He oh. goes around and asks kids in like the 20 to 25 year old range. He has like a, a raffle gift, whether it's AirPod Pros or a MacBook Pro. He's like, I'm going to give you this, mm -hmm. but you have to answer my question. And he asked, like, you know, smarter than a fifth grader question. Uh -huh. Like Kelly said before, I heard her say one of his questions was, you know, the United States, what is the United States war uh, between the, the North and the South? What was the name of that war? And they, they, they were like, um, the Korean War. Oh my God. Um, one guy is said. Is it real? Are they one like guy said, "I don't know." No, this is real. He's oh, walking up to people randomly on the street, right? One guy is like, uh, "The war between the Pilgrims and the Indians." And wow. I'm thinking in my head, "How do you not know that that's the fucking Civil War?" And these people vote. Yeah. Like you vote. Like, and, and and even what was more ironic to me about it is, is that. And I don't want to get into like racy topics, you know, I'm just oh. lightly say, say, say racy topic them. time. No, no, no. They just had this big uproar recently about Confederate flags 
statues of Confederate soldiers, right? Ripping them down. So there was just a trend. I want to name it a trend because I feel like there's there's a very big trend society Uh right now. Just a huge trend just a few months ago that had to do with everything about the Civil War. (laughs) How do you walk up to somebody in current day and they like, they don't know what this like. Yeah. How are they anti the Confederate flag and the, the statues if they didn't? They thought that that was the Korean War. Maybe uh, you know. I I, I guess I, I would like to think that maybe he's asking a hundred and like maybe ten percent of them are incorrect. Oh but I doubt it. It's probably the or other way around. What continent is Greece in? That mm-hmm. was another one. Oh yeah. I, I, uh, see how my eyes went up. Uh, everyone's like, like Greece. <laughs> uh, what continent? Jo- Georgia. <laughs> what? Yeah. Europe? Yeah, that's bad. That's bad. That's bad Bro. news. What uh what what made us what, what, how did we get on to people being Because we're talking about dumb kids. Oh yeah, dumb kids. Trent, nope. Trent, RIP no, Trent. RIP Trent. <laughs> Sorry, Trent. So, you know, it's so funny cuz cuz I texted him and then he says and I don't give a shit. He might be in here next week and and I I don't, you know, I don't care either way. I'm still calling him RIP Trent. I mean, that's It would be even fine. better if he's here and that's I call you to call him RIP Trent. Trent. What did I say to him? Uh, yeah, he said, da, 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 da. He said, howdy, I'm at my other job right now. I can't talk on the phone. If you put it in text or email, I'll get back to you ASAP. Great, great. That's great. <laughs> yeah. So, so I mean, it's it's like I, I just need a, a camera monkey to stand over there and shoot and not have to pay him much. He's not dealing with my clients, so I don't give a shit. And he also has that footage. I, I emailed him, and I was like, as a professional courtesy, because I didn't want to be a bitch, but I'm kind of a bitch sometimes. <laughs> but I, I was just like, hey, man, as a professional courtesy, because I know the owner of the company that he works with you know, over the summer, this other marketing company, I said, as a professional courtesy, I just want you to respond and let me know if I can buy that footage off of you. Do you think, what do you say? So, you know, then he finally got back to me because he was, you know, on vacation. I told you to do that trick. He's, he's, he's you know what? He, he's, he's probably had a lot on his mind. He, he had, the, he needed that vacation, James. He uh, needed the vacation. He needed to get away from it all because his life is probably very tough. I'm sure. It's very tough. I'm sure it is. I'm sure it's awful. Yeah, R.I.P. Trent. But, R.I.P. but I'm Trent. glad you're okay. But R.I.P. Um, Trent. Um, so anyway, yeah, that's, that's, you know, that's. That's where that is. Now, uh, kind of leapfrogging off of that, of what we were talking about before. Yes. Um, there's there's a difference between being broke and being cheap. And if you're running Don't be a, cheap. <laughs> if you're running a business, you're more than likely broke, but don't be cheap because <laughs> you gotta you have to pay people for their services. And it's worth, there's more of a return. Once I hired more people in my business and paid them to do the work, like you were saying before, I'm out talking to people, galvanizing mm. around, drinking at bars, et cetera. You know, it's all, it's all for the business. Uh, once I hired people to take care of like the minutia of things that I didn't need to do anymore, I got more work. And once people like, I can't sing her praises enough, Rita, she, she, she takes care of that social media scheduling. Like it, it opened up, like it was so, like the stress was off of me. Yeah. This is a sensitive topic for me too. Cause I'm in that position right now yeah. where we we're really just talking about that and, you know, just increasing our staffing here. Yeah, uh, it's we need tough. To, no, I mean, we're, we're doing it. We're, you know, because they're, they're if I think I agree with what you're saying, a hundred percent as a business owner, you always think to yourself, 
if I do that, then I don't have to pay myself and I save myself a ton of money, yeah. right? So I can stretch my my cash flow out a lot longer because I'm doing the work. And when I have the extra cash, I can pay myself. Mm-hmm. But what you don't realize is, is that I think you get in your own way at yeah. that point. And you're exactly a thousand percent right. You need to take that risk on your cash flow and bring in employees. And then you have to make the, the smart decision to bring in the right employees oh, yeah. that will allow you to perpetuate your business. So essentially it sounds like a liability when you're laying out that cash because it's like, how am I gonna make their salaries, right? Because if I don't sell something for one week, two weeks, three weeks, X amount of weeks, I still have to pay for that work. Yeah. Right. Where does that money come from? And I think that's scary as a small business owner. I'm just like talking to the general population here. I think there's a lot of micro or small businesses out there, especially nowadays post COVID where people were like, I need to make a change in my life or whatever. Uh, But I think you're a thousand percent right. You need to take the liability, take the risk. If you if you jump off the cliff and you bring in some additional employees to, to to do the tasks, the workflow changes because they're concentrating on those tasks. And you're also, you can't just do one person and expect that one person to be able to do all of the projects that you need to get done now, right? You need to have multiple people so each person can obviously multitask on on projects, but they're not over inundated on projects. And you're a thousand percent right. It creates that minutia to to not only uh, take the stress off of your back, but you can go out as the figurehead for the business and ascertain more clients. And then not only can you now ascertain more clients, but you can actually do that work of, because you always need more clients in business, but if you're doing it all by yourself and you're taking on all these clients, how are you getting all of those projects done? Yeah, You can't, right? I've been there. I've been there where it's like late at night, five things have to be done, not getting any of it done. You're doing it all yourself. And yeah, hiring people, on top of that too, people like on the, I guess on the, on top of it or on the flip side of that, it's like, it kind of goes against everything I was saying before, where like you could just give it to somebody and they could take care of it because that's not always the, not always. You always have to have oversight. Yeah. You have to, if you're hiring somebody to do work, you have to lay, I hired a developer, a coder recently to do this like Google maps, API project thing. You have to lay everything out explicitly. Every single step that's in there, you have to lay it all out. You have to have checkpoints. Okay. By this date, we want this done by this date. We want this done. You have to have it all laid out and then you have to keep checking with them. And I, I learned this the hard way. I learned this by, you know, I, I, man, God, it's, it's been, I've been doing this shit for so long. I was working on this database project maybe 10, 12 years ago before I knew anything, outsourced it to India, hired people to scrape the data, to put it all together. I was getting paid a ridiculous amount of money so I wasn't doing the best oversight. I was just handing them. The it was money. a gravy chain job. You're like, yeah, oh, was, I got this big job. Yeah, and, you know, it it could have. There's so many jobs. I have so many examples of jobs like when I first started out, where I'm like, wow, that could have went a lot better. And sometimes it was my fault. Mostly, sometimes it was oh, you know the other <laughs> the client's fault. But in this case, I, I hired these people, and they just they just steamrolled like steamrolled over over me. Just just didn't do the work, and I didn't check it. And luckily it wasn't coming out of my pocket. So like, you know, whatever lesson learned, I learned a lesson. It didn't cost me much. It cost me some time, but you have to, like, you have to oversee. And that's the other thing too, the, the client, 
if a client's coming in to work with you, client's coming in to work with me, um, you know, every month I, I give out monthly reports on what I did so I could show them what I did. So as a client, you better be checking that stuff. And if you're not getting a report, you better ask what's going on because the same thing can happen to you. People, people could just get too comfortable and then they're not mm -hmm. checking on what, what's going on, you know? Mm -hmm. So even though you're hiring people, it's not going to be stressful in the same way, but you're still going to have to take time to oversee it. You're not just yeah. completely out. And to there's lunch. tools out there to help do that. I use here, um, we use Google Sheets. And there's even a stock form right inside of Google Sheets that you can, you know, take and chop up a little bit and make your, if you're savvy with making, you know, spreadsheets, you can do it for yourself in Excel. And um, we, we do the same thing, you know, because you have to, if you're going to manage a project, it, it has to be from start to end, right? You can't just be like, hey, get this done. Yeah. And then you name off in the interim six other jobs. And you're like, hey, get this done. And then you put that on somebody and it's like, how are they? You don't bother to check in on it. And then yeah. it's like, oh, well, where's this? And where's that? And where's this? And hasn't it been like four weeks since I gave you this project? Yeah. And you're like, yeah, but you gave me six more projects on the interim. Yeah, you right? got to have it like written so, out. Yeah. You know, I have to have it written down and then you will find those one, like I said, I can't shout out Rita enough. Like you find those one in a million people that is just awesome at the job. You know, you don't have to worry about, uh, you know, if, if, if you set it up right, you don't have to, you don't have to, you could, you could oversee it, but at the same time, you don't want to be like completely up their ass, you know, every second mm -hmm. micromanage. I've, I've worked for people like that. And I, I, I have a poor attitude. Like that's probably why I work for myself, you yeah. know, cause I, I can't, if, if people are busting, busting my balls, I can't, I can't. It's you know. tough. It's a slippery slope because you want to be cash and you also want to be uh, assertive at the same time. And it's, how do you balance that? You right. Be the fun boss. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, and that can come back and really bite you uh, in the yeah. ass. Right. Because you do want to be cool. You want to have people that want to stay and work for you. Mm -hmm. Right. But, give an inch to take a mile, right? I think that kind of happens with everybody. It's very seldom that you find people that have like a very regimented on their own accord, you know, self-starting work ethic. You know, mm -hmm. you know, at some point in time, there becomes a level of complacency. It may not be the first four months. It might be six months. It might be two years of just being, you know, cool dude. Yeah. And then when you like, you come back and you evaluate your dollars and your projects and you're like, well, like, I need you to you try to flip the script later on. And you're like, dude, I need you to be on top of it. It's like you just spent two years being, you know, cool guy Joe. And now all of a sudden you actually need me to do this work. Like, I'm not cool with that. But then you just invested two years into that that employee um, and they learned everything about your business. Not that they're going to take it with them. They might. But the point is, that you have to train somebody again to do that project. Yeah. And so, uh, I mean, I know we spewed a little bit off topic of what the, the show itself is, but I think this is good. Just general advice. Yeah, I think for it's the, all, for, for the, it fits in. I mean, it's I, it's more, it's better for me than it is for you. I mean, it's less video. Last time we were talking more, more video Technical stuff. stuff. Yeah. Hey man, I, I think that every show should be different. Yeah, as long uh, as we're I covering mean, content. You have different taste buds out there for what they're, they're looking for. And, it, you know, I, I even find, you may, may not even realize that you're in the market for that information. And what I mean by that is like, take, you know, we've mentioned Aaron, Aaron's a client here. He's a client of yours. He's a client of mine. You know, they do the studio in here. Uh, and, and I like to use our own internal circle, right? So you take somebody like Aaron's show. I'm not interested in insurance stuff. Yeah. <clears throat> On a general basis, I wouldn't be looking to digest that information. 
Uh, but when I'm sitting here and we're switching cameras and we're doing stuff, then these topics come up from these people and I'm like, oh, like, I never knew that, or this is great information. You know, a couple of weeks ago, they had the guys in here from uh, Square One Credit, you know, and they were great dudes, but they were full of great information. Yeah. Stuff I wouldn't have went out to seek that information. Mm -hmm. uh, you kind of get the insider and it's like in a snippet. So I think it's easy to digest if we go, it doesn't have to necessarily be in yeah. one niche of- uh, Well, even, even that though too, it's like, okay, so LG Insurance, like you're saying, the content that they're putting out and they're scheduling out and it's all going out and everyone's happy. Uh, it insurance is like not, it, it's not a sexy topic by any means. No. But the thing is, is that he's putting out that consistent regular content. He's doing the podcast videos, all the social media stuff we talked about. It's going out on a regular basis. He has all his descriptions for his business. It's, you know, on each social media, he has his about page on his website. It's all set up. It's all out there and it's being pushed out there. Other businesses he's interviewing are pushing out that content. Mm -hmm. And when it comes down to it, the day that somebody, it's like my mom's a real estate agent. She recommends Aaron now because I've worked with him. So it's not all of this very specific you know, one plus one equals two. It's all this other networking kind of a stuff where if, if I know somebody that needs insurance, I'm going to just send them over. They ask me on Facebook, I'm going to send them over to his Facebook page. All his, all his accounts are set up. It's all written out there. And it, when somebody is looking for insurance information, there's a, there's enough of it out there. And if you're on social media, you can easily recommend people. So if people want video production done, who, who, you know, who, who do you think I'm going to recommend? You know, <laughs> yes, exactly. Uh, you know, not, not only cause you know, how, how great the setup is, the quality of, of the output, um, the fact that I know that you could do the job and that you take it seriously. That's really huge, I yeah. think. Yeah, and, and the space, the space is incredible and it's, you know, it's not, you know, it's... Not some closet, some yeah. bedroom somewhere. Yeah, so I mean, you know, there's there's so many different layers to it, but it really comes down to just, yeah, you, no one's gonna go to your account. I, I couldn't imagine you putting something out, somebody going to your account and blocking you. No. I can't imagine somebody going to your account and, and maybe it's not James tested, James approved, you putting out a picture, as long as it's not blurry or like some I'm overly hypercritical about it. Yeah, so no, just, nobody is as know. critical of an image as, as I am. I'm you just, know? Or same thing with the caption. Yeah. It takes me, it could take me three hours to think of what emoji combination I'm <laughs> gonna use to, to put on a caption. Yeah. You know, because captions to me are like, I don't care what anybody's caption really says. Yeah. Look at the picture. Some so. some people, I mean, some people write like very long and that's that's good to do. Apparently it's not bad to do. Um, you know, people for the Instagram algorithm. Yeah, exactly. That's you're always constantly algorithm. going back and forth, back and forth between this idea of like algorithm or people. Like who do I who do I want to actually like see this, you know, which is kind of twisted and weird. But I mean, again, like I'm guilty of it too. And I'm going with my business, I'm going through this identity crisis right now because I do have this love-hate relationship with social media. I think, it's, I think it's kind of stupid, but I think that if you're putting out information, if you're putting out information that's, that's you know, uh, educated, entertaining, all that great stuff, then you're doing the right thing. If you're doing gimmicky crap, Eh, I'm not too into that. If you're doing something entertaining, then that's great, you know, wonderful. But like, I, I don't really know what OK7 is, you know, going to be in the next 
year or next couple of years. I, I like making content, but you know, all the other like web design, I know how to do it. So I guess I got to keep doing is there it. Still, like, is, is there still a market for web design with That's like, not really with tools like Wix now, like you yeah. don't have to be WordPress savvy. Like I, no. I know, look, I, I know that having somebody that knows the nuances and what to build and what not to build into a website and how to make it look is 100% viable. Um, and it, and I think it's niche towards like, there are bigger companies that don't want to be bothered with it, that they subcontract that work out. The really big companies, they have their own fucking people yeah. internally that can, son of a bitch, <laughs> <laughs> that can get, that can do it for them, right? They have their IT department. Yeah. So, so they do that, right? Oh man, and then, I hope not. And then on yeah. like the, the novice and prosumer market, you can use Wix. Yeah. I mean, I 100% would say don't use Wix, but like it, there's Squarespace. I used to be so against Squarespace, but you know what? Uh, I had a client, uh, Ar Alana Carvalho, Al Alana Carvalho Therapy. She's awesome. Uh, Name drop. Yeah, well, I mean, she's 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 great. She's Alana, a great you owe me $150. Exactly. Um, <laughs> she still actually works with Rita. They've been best friends growing up, all three of them. Uh, all th Those two, Alana and Rita, and my wife have all been friends since they were in like second grade or something. So, uh, you know, anyway, epic shouts to all them. But anyway, uh, she she was really particular, let's say, with her website. I was hosting it. I've, I designed two different versions of the site. And then eventually she came to me and she was just like, you know, I'm just going to take it over and put it in Squarespace. And of course, my ego got all ruffled and I was just like, you know, kind of pissy about it. Not to her, just to myself. And as I thought about it, it made me realize that, you know what, if people want to do it themselves, the tools are there for them to do. I don't have to gatekeep this stuff. Like I have, I have more than enough other things to do. Like if somebody wants to go out and, and do a Squarespace site and, and take care of it themselves, you know, more power to them. You know, there, there are a couple things when you're dealing with these sites, like when you get into the nerdy technical stuff, like when people fill out a form on your site, I don't know how you exactly track that. They have their terms of service are very strange, especially on Squarespace, where it's like they own your information. They can take your information and do what they want with it. They don't guarantee that the emails will come through. It's all legalese because they got to protect themselves, but it does raise some questions of like that kind of stuff. Um, but I, I wouldn't worry, honestly, too much about that. If you're willing to put the time in and if you can Which go, sucks, by the way. Yeah. So that's the the draw. Yeah, like that just sucks. Get, if you want to do it yourself, just get a template. Don't care about the color. Don't care about the fonts. Don't care about it. wherever the pictures are in the template. Just put in and replace the picture. Wherever the text is, replace it. Don't turn into Picasso with this crap. Because if you were a good designer, that's what you'd be doing for a living. If you're a plumber, go plumb. Don't worry about the design of the site. If you want to get a template, just use the template as it is. Don't go too crazy with it. If you have the time to do it and mess around and you don't have any better things to do, like your own job and you want to sit there and futz with a website, more power to you. But, you know, if you're if you're a big company, you know, there's there's certain things like I have real estate uh, clients. I have commercial real estate clients. You can't go on Squarespace or Wix and say, hey, I want to create uh, a database where I can enter and, and delete uh, listings. You have to go into the page and like create very like blocky create each page you know i could go in and i've done this for the websites that, that i've i've built is where i've made it dynamic you can add add uh you know add new listings take them off all these kind of things set up the structure of the the permalink so that they're seo'd right yada 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 
So, you know, there's certain on dynamic WordPress, things. Right? Yeah, well, on yeah. WordPress. Yeah, so WordPress is definitely the most professional platform. And it, it, we have a website on both. We have uh, our This Is It website lives on a WordPress, mm -hmm. uh, which is maintained by a web administrator that we've had since 2010. He's a great dude. Um, our wrecked page is actually hosted on Wix. Mm -hmm. And and I think this could be a whole topic of another podcast because there are definitely, me as a, the end user, mm -hmm. are, are very f frustrating things about those canned yeah. web servers, right? And But and it's done, you have it up. It and is. That's what I say but to people. It, you know, it doesn't allow you to write all your tags, it has a tag limit, you know, and, and these are all, and, and again, like I'm speaking your language and it's a little bit alien to me, but I'm savvy just from being in business for what I have. like. The way your backend is oriented, your metadata, your tags, like all of those things weigh super duper heavy with the Google machine. Mm -hmm. And the Google machine is everything. Yeah. Because if you come up on page 17 in your own area, in your own little niche, then you might as well just set your website on fire, bro, because yeah. there's no point in having one. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like yeah. that's the, the, guy, this, the truth. I think that's a... Web talk is a little boring oh, for yeah. me, but Super uh, boring. I, yeah, but the, the bottom line is with your website, as long as you have something up, I've talked myself out of jobs because I've looked at what people had and said, you're on Wix, you're on Squarespace, you're fine. You don't, you don't need anything. You're good. You don't, you don't have to do this right now. Spend your time or money on paid advertising or social media. You don't have to, uh, you know, worry about worry about that you don't have to worry about that like you're worrying about uh <laughs> oh don't even pay why are you paying attention to me keep talking um anyway then why are you looking at me what the <laughs> fuck are you looking at me for um but you know it, it, it website website websites are tough again it comes down to if you have time to do it and you can do it yourself just don't get lost in the minutia of it make sure you're taking care of your own business if it's taken away from that then then you're then you're you know you're kind of screwed Oh, look at this. And don't have people calling you. And put your phone on silent when yeah. you do a podcast. Yeah, that's the worst. Right? When I, didn't I say two episodes ago about people? Uh, Will, why don't you show everybody what Andrew's doing right now? Uh, like you put the phone uh, down real quick. I was putting it on silent. <laughs> I was putting it on silent. You didn't catch me. Uh, he got you. Yeah, nothing. No, 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 no. Don't look at that. <laughs> I, got, I, did the, I did the same thing with Aaron last uh -huh. time, too. Oh, uh, well, yeah. Yeah, remember when out? he were doing a totally local in the back room, and he, like, picks up his phone ring, and he's, like, texting. and I'm He always tries to get the shit. watch party going, which is helpful. We, we haven't figured out the whole uh, process to actually get that to, to, be, to be smoother. But uh, again, it goes back to the whole. What know. are we doing? It's only local. What's going on? This, the DJ guy kind of backed out till July. Uh, we're doing RAP DJ guy. Yeah, uh, we're doing a, we're doing a, um, on location one on Tuesday. Where at? Uh, that one's at Sweet Danny B's in Asbury Park. I what think. is that? A bar? It, no, no, it's not. But Aaron's bringing tequila. Um, it's a, it's a, it's like a bakery. It's like a babe. She makes cookies and she has a big following, I guess, on 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 Instagram. Um, so we're gonna do that. Uh, you just said it. What I say before about the validity of a business. Yeah. You just did Huge. it. Well, I mean, she people, has a big following on Instagram. She, she, I mean, I'm, I'm saying that. Her cookies like, are shit, but her Instagram <laughs> followers are awesome. True. The cookies are delicious. No, I'm not saying the cookies are shit. Well, that was I a mean, hypothetical. It was a hypothetical. It was just. That's the other thing, too, is like if, if you have a business where you're selling cookies, 
You you have like it's like having a puppy store. Like if you don't have a huge social media following and you're you you have puppies or you have cookies, like you're doing like that's something where it's like you better be doing big numbers with that, you know, big numbers. Um, you know, uh, it's it's difficult for what I'm trying to do. I, I've talked about TikTok time and time again on here. Um, I'm 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 really testing stuff out on there just seeing how it works putting stuff out there not very good stuff are you doing the dances i'm not doing the dances it's you're not, so doing the it's dances. not i'm not doing the dances it's all you know it's so funny because that's the number one thing people say but it's it's not it's not all dances it's not all dances but you know what i tried to do recently i was telling you before i got like six do you 000, do the small waist pretty face no in a big bank one I don't, no i do you, don't you do. know that one the though fact, don't you the fact that you do the <laughs> fact that you know that one is very telling um uh, I, what I did yesterday, because I was like, you know, a lot of them are just me talking like into my camera. My big shovel face is, is right there in the phone. It's not very exciting, but I'm doing it to see what people react to. I'm responding to comments, seeing what works and what doesn't. And, you know, the other day I was like, you know what I want to try to do? I see all these people repurposing content that you're probably not supposed to do, but it's kind of the Wild West. So I'm going to try to do it. And I took uh, Conan O'Brien. His his talk show is 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 shutting down. It's Coming his, to an end. Yeah. So you know, of course it is because you know, major networks. It's all over for them. Like it's it's ridiculous. People go on YouTube. They watch clips. They don't sit there and, and watch those shows anymore. Especially to sit down at a specific time. It's so stupid. Anyway, so he was on there. Seth Rogen was on there and handed him a joint. And he I smoked saw that. The joint. But he fake smoked it. I, I just saw people, that. That's what people were saying. He did saying. not inhale, dude. He like I think he he smoked it like a, a cigar. No, nah, he, he, he he inhaled. Like, he he blew. He sucked it he, in and he blew it out. He, anyway, he, no, good, I disagree. Well, you know what? Just, good content. Uh, wait, wait. Wait, 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 how do I get to it? Oh now? man, not smooth. Uh, uh, forget it, unsmooth. I can't get to it. Unsmooth. No, wait. I smoke rock, I smoke. He didn't, wasn't smoking rock, but <laughs> anyway, so there's that famous clip. And and what I did was- It's famous I, already? Didn't that just happen like last week? Yeah, that's how the world is now. Okay. It's, things are famous, you know, whatever. So it was, it was trending <laughs> and uh, I was like, you know what I want to try to do? I'm going to try an experiment. I'm going to I'm going to capture this video. I'm going to format it for TikTok and I'm going to re-upload it to TikTok. Edited it down to a minute so I cut it so it was more like uh like jump cutty and it looked more like it kept your attention more than watching the whole thing. And I put it up and the the response I got was so huge. People were commenting, oh, he Elon Musted. He didn't smoke that, blah, blah, blah. People were arguing. People were liking the video. I was responding to all the comments. The numbers were going up. I got, this was yesterday, I think I posted. I got like 20, 25 followers because of the video. And I was like, wow, that's crazy. That really works. TikTok took it down, community guidelines, because they were smoking pot. They're very stringent. It's legal here. It doesn't matter. It's very stringent about weed and certain things. You can't talk about porn, weed. They 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 look at your text. They they look at what's in the video. They look at all these things. But it took it took it getting to like seven thousand, six seven thousand. It was at six. It was over six thousand last time I saw it. Then you can't see what what your numbers were anymore. But like, I wanted to see what would happen if I put it up. And that's like a what are you doing? 
nothing. That's like a, that's I'm like a, nothing. I'm, <laughs> I'm sitting here listening to you. That's that was a test to see if you don't test it, I would have never known what was going to. I see you're ready. You're gonna hit a button. <laughs> not, what do you have I your finger over there for? I'm just. What are you doing here. with your finger? I changed James? my position so that I got was more uh, comfortable. Uh, why would you have your finger there? <laughs> nothing. I'm not gonna finish what I'm saying until you like. <laughs> <laughs> You're just getting ready to hit the I smoke rock button, aren't you? I smoke rock. Yeah. Well, the other thing too is like, I'm going to keep doing that. I'm going to keep posting between my other videos. I'm going to keep posting. I'm not going to do weed ones, but I am going to post little clips like that just to see what the hell works and I what understand. the hell doesn't. We have a podcast client here, Most Sports. They do a podcast every mm -hmm. Monday night. They do a sports podcast, right? They're active on social media. Go check out Most Sports on Facebook. I'll support them. Uh, great group of guys. They posted of it, and what I'm getting at is it's like, when you, it's not your original content. When you're actually posting somebody else's content, mm -hmm. it gets travel, right? So like, they just took a video of, Somebody else put out, I think, you know, could have been on Barstools the day before. Yeah. I mean, that's all Barstools does is put out other people's content, right? Mm -hmm. They're not even making their own. I mean, Portnoy is going and tasting pizza, but like the, the Barstool guys aren't going out and playing softball, right? Yeah. Like they're just taking other people's content. And they literally did that. They shared this video, this tackle where this one kid hit this other kid so hard, he probably had a snot bubble come out of his nose. <laughs> and overnight, overnight, they got something like eight, to 8,000 to 11,000 followers Yeah, overnight. That's crazy. That's crazy. It went viral. I did my, the best video I ever put up. Now, all th this is the other thing to think too, is that the newer social media, the, the newer the social media is, if you get into it entry level, you're gonna get more followers, you're gonna get more likes because there's less people there. It's less barrier to entry. Mm -hmm. TikTok, if, if, if we were doing it a year ago, my brother was doing a home improvement one that was ridiculous. He was getting big numbers on it, but he didn't keep up with it. He didn't do the consistency now, all the numbers went down. So if you get in on something when it's new, you're gonna do, do better with it. Um, and posting stuff like that, I kinda wanna do that I, I was watching, I'm, I'm big into like crypto stuff and, and Bitcoin and all that crap. And I, and I follow the news. I follow people on TikTok and YouTube and Twitter and everything. And there's this one person I follow and they just have like a green screen image of a, of a coin desk as a website where they talk about, you know, crypto stuff, blockchain technology. Um, and she's just reading headlines and talking about stories. Somebody wrote the story and she's sitting there just talking about it. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, that's kind of crazy because I, I'm not hating on her because I'm informed that way, but it's kind of weird. And I really want to do that with like totally local. I kind of want to just do a totally local news desk where I sit down and just, it's just me bullshitting about the news um, because it's getting so hard to get guests to, to come on the show. So is that what's holding this up? Cause this is where this conversation started. Oh, yeah. is what happened with totally local. Yeah. What, what it's, it's such a, it's such a pain in the ass to like ask people now. Do you granted, think it's because it's the weather's nice and people oh, are free now? Yeah, it's like it's they're able to go out and do stuff. Oh, yeah. When, when COVID was going on, we were ripping through shows because nobody had anything better to do. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm kind of I think I'm going to change. I think I'm going to switch things up a little bit. I, th I think I might try to do more news stuff where I'm just sitting there talking about news. That way I might not do live ones. I might just do videos just to keep the episodes going. And then I might start banking them so that I could just you know, rip a couple out and then, you know, maybe we have can't a couple bank news. Huh? Well, can't. no, you can't bank the news. I'm not yeah. talking about banking the news. I'm talking about banking like the, like interviews. Don't do a stream 
and then just do interviews and then have it for a while. Well, that would know? work for you because, yeah. you know, one of the things that I noticed about Totally Local, and we talked about this when when you guys first started coming in here, um, what was different about what we had been doing all of these years and all these years, all of this time <laughs> in the past uh, with our own original content and our own style talk show that we do on Friday nights, which if you're not doing anything, feel free to check us out. Uh, we stream live mm-hmm. on Twitch. And every Friday we do a show called The Weekly Catch-Up. It's with myself and another dude, Dwight. Uh, and, and there are some really entertaining things that happen. We cover the news. We cover odd news, sports news, entertainment news. Um, we, we try some food. We do silly activities. You were on the show. Yes. You've been on the show before you're familiar. For those of you that, that are tuning in for the first time, you're not, right? Um, but the difference between what you do with Totally Local and what we do with that show is and I suggested this to you and it's not really the angle for your show is you do your show on Facebook Mm -hmm. and I do my show on Twitch. And the difference between Facebook and Twitch, at least uh, the way we're using it is that a big component of our show is our tuned in community Mm -hmm. because they can speak real time with us via chat. Um, Whereas on Facebook, people have to comment. It's not live chat. Yeah. It's comment. It's antiquated. And, And, you know, you guys, this isn't a diss, but like when you're doing your show, you're concentrating on your guest and what you're doing for the show. You're not interactive yeah. with your with your community in that, right? You're not like reading the comments or no, responding back. The demographic is definitely skewed like older on Facebook. You know, yeah, it's obviously. for boomers. Yeah, yeah. Facebook so, is for boomers. And it's also a local audience, which I think kind of feeds itself into Facebook more because of the network, you know? Yeah. Um, but it's 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 become difficult. I guess you know I'm not gonna I'm not gonna make up too many excuses. No, it works for you though because you don't interact. So you can you can film stuff and put it out after the fact. Yeah, but what I'm saying is, as far as like giving myself too many excuses, I could I could be gr- pounding the pavement asking more people to be guests yeah. than I am. So I could I could be doing that, reaching out to more people to get it done more. Um, you know, but it, it, it sometimes it's easier than it is others. I know? don't. Sorry for the adjustment, Will, but my my butt was killing me. <laughs> I, had to, I had to move. I don't understand from, and maybe I'm just skewed because I I live in this digital media wheelhouse, right? That's my bread and butter. But I don't understand if somebody asks you, yeah, to come, give you a free piece of PR, yeah, right, um. In a turnkey solution where you don't have to lay out any overhead anything. whatsoever, and you could use that for what I don't understand how there isn't everybody jumping at that opportunity. It's like yeah. me saying to you, Hey, bro, I'm gonna let you drive this Lamborghini, <laughs> I'm gonna give it to you for a week. Yeah, you don't have to pay for gas, you don't have to pay for the car, you don't have to pay for the insurance. You just drive the car, yeah. enjoy it, have fun with it. Maybe that's maybe that's the problem. Maybe it's a marketing thing on my end where I need to present it like a Lamborghini, you know? It kind of is, you know, I, I see this with artists. I've talked about this in a prior show. You don't need to rely on, let's call it as an artist, a label to make you famous anymore. Mm-hmm. You don't have to be famous by getting picked up by Def Jam. Well, help, absolutely. <laughs> don't, 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 don't get it twisted. But my point is, is you can self-make fortune. You can self-make fame in a digital environment now, you know, it comes down to you can create the content and you can disperse it. And if somebody's going to give you that, how do you 
turn that away an opportunity especially for somebody to sit down and edify what you do for you so it's not you just like grabbing your own cam putting it on in your bedroom feeling all weird about it and be like hey guys i'm bethany you know and welcome to my show like and and i do massages it's 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 not that it's somebody's just (laughs) although that sounds like a great show it says Hey Bethany, you're you know you're a licensed what is it uh, LMMP you know um, you know you guys do all this cool stuff with hot stones and all like and I know I'm getting like really graphic on uh, yeah on something that great. doesn't really Let's exist set the, set the music we gotta get some sexy music in the background you know it goes back to the same basic theory of you never tell other people you're great you always have other people tell you that you're great right mm-hmm. so it why would you not want that content yeah why or do you not have guests yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I think that, first of all, I was asking f- friends, <laughs> like I was asking a lot of You're people. You're gonna get the friend treatment, stay away from the F word. Yeah, well, I mean, I, you know. It's, friends it's like, and family. It's, oh, I'd never have family on, but the, except my brothers who are really funny. But, uh, you know, I'd ask my friend who's like a bartender who's, you know, too busy getting drunk and late every night. Like he, he doesn't want to do that. Oh, tough but life. The, yeah, the interesting thing is when you talk to uh, like, a, like a PR company, or I've had two guests, uh, Scotty was an example. There's been two or three other guests where people have reached out to me either through PR companies or through, you know, whatever, you know, wherever they saw me and they're like, hey, can I be on the show? I've got this thing. And I'm like, awesome. I always say yes to that stuff, um, you know, but it's it's kind of like, you know, I have to go out and pound the pavement to do it. And then it's like, huh, all right, yeah, I'm doing that. And, and it's been good for my business to do the podcast and it's fun to do, but it's very time consuming. Yeah, you're and, telling me. <laughs> you know, and it's expensive. It, it adds up after a while. If, if I'm doing this stuff and, you know, I'm, 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 and I always want it to look good, I always want it to be the best, you know, and I have no problem obviously paying for it, but that's another consideration. Honestly, though, that's not what, what's stopping me. What's stopping me is finding the guests and I guess I should really just be asking more people you know then i wouldn't have an excuse then it's like oh i, I asked 20 people this week for next week and, and everyone said no then i guess i'm not doing it next it week. it works you know? it's self-perpetuating man yeah. because then they get on there like you said before they share their media on their pages it gets you you know in front of other people who have never heard of ok7 or even know that you do marketing or anything like that and i know you hate that term marketing it's kind marketing of like a sucks. But, um, you know, especially for me, anybody wants to come in here and do something and sit down with me and talk, I'll be glad to, 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 to talk. And it's exposure for my studio. It's, yeah. you know, you're seeing that the product, you're hearing it, you know, it's free advertisement for me, although it's not, it costs me money essentially, right? Mm-hmm. And anything ever costs you money. Time is money, electricity is money. You know, you can't think about that stuff. Just go out and put it. I want to put my face on as many things as I can. Yes. There was a point in my life that I wasn't comfortable with that. You know, I was like, oh, the product speak for itself. And, you know, I don't want to be at the forefront of it in the sense of like our other business. You know, I always wanted to kind of like be back. And um, whereas you learn over time, like that's not the key to success. Yeah, like, no one's going to You got to like... wrap your face on a product and yeah. people book the personality and then the product second. Um, and when the two of them tandem up together, it's the perfect marriage. So you find a comfortable space in there. But nowadays, man, if you're not doing what we're doing in some shape or facet, and you can't sit down with a group of buddies and talk about whatever, yeah, I think you're making a huge mistake. Yes. So shameless plug for myself. <laughs> you know, you should come in here 
if you're just hanging out with your buddies and sit down at a table here and fucking record it and put it on Apple Music and SoundCloud and Spotify. Like, we'll do it for you. Yeah. All you have to do is come in here, grab some beers, some food, smoke a little trees, whatever you want to do, and sit down, and the work is done. Like, if you're trying to um, advocate something. Yeah. Yeah, and it's fun. It's fun to do. If it wasn't fun, I wouldn't be doing it. I guess it's not for everybody, but... You know, I, it's easy. You don't even have to do it in front of cameras like we're doing it. Yeah, you could do the audio. You can do an audio only yeah. podcast. I mean, the videos do. The reason I do the Facebook Live is because a streaming it live gets more eyes on it because people like that live element. People want to see and here. And then the B, the the video part of it, people like watching something more than they like the audio. But I do, you know, I put it out as audio and video. So yeah. whatever. You don't like to just, I mean, when you're listening to music, it's one thing, right? You listen to music on radio. But like when you're watching TV, you're not watching the TV on mute. You want to hear it and see it. You're not, you know, just listening to it. The the fireside chat days are long over. Yeah. Well, there's People don't sit like, by the radio. And I mean, I, there's, like again, Bill, there's podcasts. Well, but. Bill Burr does audio only and, and it's great. And then there's people like, like Chris D'Elia or like your mom's house or whatever, where it's your mom. video. Yeah, that's a that's that's one of my favorite ones. Um, Tim, Tim Dillon, he always jokes about that because his podcast is video, and then people complain when he does the audio only because he'll be on the road or something because they want to watch it. But it's just it's just some fat guy sitting there, you know, bullshitting about comedy. You know, <laughs> so I don't know why people want that, but that's 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 what it is. Yeah, I don't know. All right. Well, I want people to want it. I want I want people to want, to want it. Yes. I want Bethany to come over. Bethany and give you a massage. Yeah. I smoke wow. <laughs> oh man. Oh boy. <laughs> Um, yeah, I guess next week we're talking about Joe Rogan, folks. Yeah, that's right. Joe, Joe Rogan and, Love and, or hate and him. politics. We're talking about him. Yeah, definitely. And smoking weed all day. Let's do it. All right. We have to smoke weed the whole show. Oh, my God. I'll just be sitting there. Like... <laughs> no, it's like when I was a kid, I once tried to we tried to me and my buddies tried to smoke weed every time they smoke weed in the movie Half Baked. Uh huh. And can't do it. Try it. I mean, I would just I fall double asleep. dog dare you, bro. I would just fall. I remember one time, like, <laughs> I remember one time we did a weed. What was it called? It was, it was, it was, it was a whole Sunday of like weed where we didn't try to smoke too much before we had the dinner. We had, we had this dinner and all the food was infused with weed. Uh, and I was on the. But was it a designer place though? No, no, no it was my friend. He was, uh. he was a great chef. We were doing it at the comfort of, of our own home and dessert. Every, everything had weed infused in it. There was like a glaze on the meat. Everything it was just weed, weed, weed. And I was just like under the table, just like yeah. on the floor, like spinning in another. Like people don't think you could like trip off of weed, but if you do enough of it, you will go to another. Direction. Yeah, if you do it that in that facet, there are definitely restaurants and like and will back in the control room may be able to vouch for this a little bit that do that the the gourmet weed thing, and they actually have it down to a science of how much they're putting in mm. and what type it is. Um, and they, the goal is they start you off with the appetizer and they, they build up that high oh through God. your main course. And then for the dessert, they have, they do different strands that, like that, that, that mellows you back out. So by the time you finish your experience there, um, you're not, you know, falling over yourself and into the That's gutter cool. on the way out. It's just like a, it's like a whole, Roller coaster ride. See, I told you about this. Is why I my, told you I was going to hit the well, fucking you're microphone. Moving like a, it's like a kung fu movie. Uh, 
I got to talk to Will then because uh, my friend Carol just reached out to me about uh, a, she, they were looking for somebody to do a weed dinner and she was asking me if I knew a chef and I knew one chef, but it looks like she went, she's like sober now, which is, you know, good for her, but you know, it sucks. Cause well, I only made mention of Will because he lived in California. Oh, I thought he was going up to like New York to no, do no, like no. weed dinners. No, no, no. Oh. Um, Sorry, Will, threw you out Will, there. Will, why, why, why'd you move back? R.I.P. Will. R.I.P. Will. <laughs> Why'd you move back here? It's is he from no, here? No, you moved out here. We're gonna have from to have there? him on as a guest now. Yeah, now we do because I don't have to be like, why? Because I mean, it's I know expensive and it's hard to drink all that wheatgrass all the time. And I guess so, and it's on fire as well. Yeah. They're having those fires again. I California think. is like it's either fire, mudslide, earthquake. Yeah. No, no good. No bueno. I guess not. It's not well. New Jersey's a place to be. Check out Totally Local podcast. Uh, we talk to the moms <laughs> in Ocean County. Yeah. characters. One of these days when they do another Totally Local podcast. Uh, yeah, I know. <laughs> I'm really, I'm really gonna put the pedal to the metal and ask a bunch of people, and then I'm gonna see if it's actually like people won't do it. R.I.P. Totally Local podcast. Yeah. R.I.P. T.L.P. <laughs> just kidding. R.I.P. T.L.P. R.I.P. Trent. I, I think we're done. We've, right. we've done enough. Yeah. Um, sounds good. I we got to get a sign off on this show. Yeah. Uh, we got to name the show. I don't know. I don't know either. For now, it's what the what show. Yep. Putting putting stuff out there. Put, <laughs> laying down the shit. Laying down the shit. It's, it's Bethany's massage show. All right. <laughs> yeah, all right, cool. I smoke rocks. <laughs>